Hello and welcome to another What A Week That Was. Uh, this is the audio of the live stream that I do um, every uh, Friday, 8pm UK time, uh, BST at the minute, um, but obviously GMT in the winter time. Uh, many, many of these now available and links in the description will take you to the actual video itself so you can see what I'm on about as well as listen to what I'm on about. Um, I'm going to now start the live stream. Bim, guess what? It's what a week that was. It's the 16th of September 2022 and as we speak uh, King Charles, Prince Andrew, Prince Edward and Princess Anne are having a vigil at their mother's um, coffin inside the Great Hall uh, in Westminster. Um, so live as it's happening news. But there's quite a long way we've come to get to this position. Uh, as you remember last week um, it was the day after uh, the Queen uh, died, um, but a lot has happened since then. Um, so we're going to cover that. It is generally a light-hearted look at the news um, and whatnot, but obviously some serious issues. But I'll try and put a, a a slant on them that's you know not not that bad. Uh, IJT and Rachel, hope you're well. So. The moment the Queen uh, died, like that, Prince Charles, um, Prince of Wales, become King Charles III. Um, but there's a bit more to it than that. They have to legally um, be accepted by the House of Parliament, House of Lords. So basically, um, they went to the House of Parliament and they signed uh, various papers and said, very speeches uh, about how sorry uh, the lords were and how sorry House of uh, Commons were for the uh, the loss of the Queen um, and then the, the King had to go and sign some papers to say that he is now King of England, Wales, Northern Ireland and of course Scotland as well as other territories around the world and he may not be King in all of them but certainly he's got a lot of titles now considerably more than what he had previously. Uh, he's annoyed some of the Welsh people by instantly making um, the Duke of Windsor, was it Duke of Windsor? Um, William, into the new Prince of Wales. Uh, there's a bit of beef going on with certain people in Wales uh, who want nothing to do with the English monarchy in that respect. They want a Welsh person to represent them as a Prince of Wales rather than an English person born into all this. Um, but, I mean, these things are sent to uh, to try us. So, yeah, there was that going on, um, which I watch live. I mean, I, I do whinge and moan about the news when it's, it's just people sat in a studio. But I'll be honest with you, when it's actually history happening it is interesting it's just the bits in between that they could fill with something else rather than just people waffling on about the same old same old because that does get really very dull indeed there was a surprise when prince william and Meghan and prince harry and her um came out of um what was it was it windsor um and went on a walkabout together ish um 
talking to the public, um, looking at the flowers that have been left as a tribute to their grandma. And one kind of hopes that uh, William and Harry can um, kind of, oh, it's Catherine and Meghan, isn't it? Can uh, sort out the differences. But I know what it's like, um, not personally, but I've seen what it's like for people when you have brothers uh, who have a bit of a disagreement and then it just escalates and it just goes on and on and on forever and ever and ever. Um, but hopefully this will calm down and maybe the Queen's passing may bring them closer together again. Um, we can only hope. Now, when the Queen passed away, she was at Balmoral, which was up in Scotland. So her coffin was taken to uh, Aberdeen and there was a Giles Cathedral there in Aberdeen. Uh, which is where she was laid to laid at rest. Now this is where it gets complicated. A lot of the foreign channels I follow on um, Twitter and YouTube and whatever were saying she was lying in state. Apparently you can only lie in state once. And um, where you lie in state is uh, basically in London when you're uh, a, a king, queen or other person who's uh, felt distinguished enough to lie in state. Um, so when you're being uh, when when you're not lying in state you're at rest which makes no sense in my head because when you've passed there's no resting you've passed but they call it at rest uh, and what was moving for me uh, and I'm not a moving kind of person I mean I do cry when I watch Emmerdale EastEnders and Coronation Street but that's usually because my life has led me to the stage where I'm watching Coronation Street and EastEnders to be fair I don't watch EastEnders um, and Emmerdale, uh, it's yeah, it is. It's that's that's what upsets me more than anything else. Anyway, um, the king and his siblings uh, did a vigil in Scotland, as you can see from the photograph. And it, it's it's sad that you know at the end of the day, it's their mother who's died. Um, and everyone else thinks that they own the queen, but at the end of the day, she's a mother, she's a grandmother, she's a great grandmother. Um, she's an aunt, a great aunt, all that kind of thing. And you've got to remember that there's a family there and they are mourning her in public. So how brave it is to stand there in a, with the coffin of your mother um, whilst people gulp at you, walking past. I, I, I just be glad that you're not in that kind of life because that's, I can't imagine anything worse. Anyway, um, after a while, the Queen was taken uh, by hearse, uh, and she was taken to Aberdeen Airport, where they got a reasonably sized plane to uh, bring her down to London. I say reasonably sized plane. I assumed they'd put the hearse in there, but they hadn't. It was just the Queen's coffin, and uh, I think Princess Anne also travelled on there as well, because Princess Anne's been going around with her. Um, but no, it was a massive plane for uh, a coffin and a few dignitaries um, and, you know, the daughter. It was, I couldn't get my head around that, it was just a bit weird. I mean, Charles has been, King Charles has been flying around in a private jet. But again, at the moment, you can kind of forgive him for that because he has to get around to everyone. And it's the only way to do it in a reasonable time. Anyway, uh, once she arrived in London, there was a... Uh, um, a drive into 
the town, uh, the city centre, and she went into uh, Buckingham Palace, and she rested at Buckingham Palace. Again, this bizarre term that they come up with. Um, and then there was a very moving um, walk from Buckingham Palace um, down the Mall, Horse Guards Parade, uh, skillfully going through the building in Horse Guards Parade, uh, and then uh, down past um, Downing Street, the Cenotaph, um, towards Parliament Square, and then to the Parliament Building, um, where the Queen was laid in state. And that's her arriving. Now, what was moving about this was the fact that, a um, bit like when uh, Diana died, um, the royal family followed. So Prince Charles, King Charles, uh, King Charles walked behind the coffin with his um, brother, uh, two brothers and sister. And behind them in the next row was uh, William and Harry walking together. Now, what I didn't agree with, although I understand why, but thankfully now seems to have been got rid of. But when they did that walk, um, Prince Andrew, who isn't, let's be honest, the nicest person in the world, but it's still it's his mother who's died, um, and Prince Harry, who thanks to the Yoko one of the royal family, uh, has disowned the royal family, uh, were not allowed to wear their uniforms. And the irony being that they were the only two out of the six who've actually been in actual combat. Uh, Prince Andrew was a helicopter fight pilot in the Falklands War uh, and rescued quite a lot of people from Sir Galahad uh, and obviously Harry more recently was in uh, the Gulf War um, with his Apache helicopter and uh, other things that we don't know about as well that he did um, but they weren't allowed to wear the uniforms which I thought was a bit sad they could have the medals but they had to wear mourning suits um, so it, it did seem a little... A little strange to me that because this is the death of their mother I know like I say there are issues and reasons why but I think you can make an exception when you're burying your mother anyway um, it would seem that common sense has took over and um, Andrew Prince Andrew is wearing his full uh, military uniform at this moment uh, I think the vigil may finish now but at the vigil uh, in uh, the Great Hall, he was wearing his full uniform and apparently uh, Prince Harry will be doing the same when they do a vigil, uh, which is Prince Harry, well all the grandkids are doing a, a, a vigil tomorrow and apparently Prince Harry is allowed to wear uh, his military uniform as well as his medals, which makes more sense and then we can sort it all out afterwards. This is an occasion where we need to remember that it's a family that have lost the matriarch as well as the country that's lost the matriarch either way uh, it's very moving uh, what is going on and I say I'm not an emotional guy I'm not I've not cried or anything but uh, you know I have been I've been moved a little bit um as I was saying though uh, Prince Charles has been around and about so he went to Parliament um, in the Great Hall ironically uh, and he he did his speech after the um, Speaker of the House of Lords and the Speaker of the House of Commons did their speech. Um, and since then, he's been to um, Scotland um, and he was in the, uh, what's it called, the Scotland one? Uh, Parliament. Anyway, he did a speech there um, and then he went to Northern Ireland. Now, what I 
was surprised about, considering all the troubles that we've had in Northern Ireland, is the fact... Uh, hi, Angela. It's okay, don't worry about it. Um, what I don't get about the Northern Ireland visit was the fact that they gave out the full route, all the way from the airport, all the way to uh, Holyrood, which seemed... Not Holyrood. Holyrood is Scotland, isn't it? I'm getting confused. There's that many blinking places, I tell you. Anyway, he got there and um, he had a walkabout with selected people who'd been chosen. Um, and then he did a speech. He was accepted again, got the commiserations from the uh, Speaker uh, of Northern Ireland. And then he had a day off, fair enough. And then he went to Wales this morning. So he's had a busy day today as well. Uh, again, the Welsh... Not all, like I said earlier on, are enamoured by the fact that he's going to be, or is, the king, and he's made Prince William the Prince of Wales. Um, but the majority of people are, were more than happy to see him, lots of smiley faces and all that. And that's one thing I've noticed about King Charles. He's been out and about, and he's been, he's been chatting to people. Um, he's looks like he's got blisters on his hands from all that uh, people's hands he's, he's shaken. We'll come more to that later on when we go to the American news because they don't like him very much, as we'll find out later. Um, but yeah, I think thus far he's done really, really well. But he also made, has made me very jealous. There was one of the news guys saying that um, when the king arrived in, I think it was Edinburgh, um, no, when he was leaving Edinburgh and going to Northern Ireland, um, he... The, the helicopter follows the car all the way there uh, and you get some interesting footage you see some interesting houses now, I was looking at the houses like, oh my god you know look at the size of that it's got a pool on the roof or it's got a little garden on the roof or whatever it's really nice um, and then countryside and whatever and then every down it just block out or freeze or whatever like anything does that's uh, mobile um, but yeah the, the reporter guy said and I can't believe that he's got there so quickly, because when I do that drive, it takes me a lot longer. Well, it will do, because you have to adhere to the rules of the road. For example, traffic lights, roundabouts, other traffic. Whereas King Charles has got uh, Outriders, which is five or six, uh, depending where they are, um, police motorbikes, who basically whiz ahead and just clear everyone out of the way so that the car can go and not stop. Uh, wherever it's going um, so it arrives safely quickly and if it doesn't stop therefore it doesn't give people a chance to do anything untoward um, there was a bit of a panic which I watched live and I, I kind of saw this guy running down the side of the footpath uh, whilst the car was going quite slowly in a moderately built up area then he ran into the road and I thought hey wait up what's going on here I was expecting a sniper or something to take him out and he just did a picture with his camera waved and then went back on the footpath again so uh, yeah, it was a it was a very bizarre incident, but it does make me want to have an outrider, uh, because I get really fed up with getting stuck in traffic, and when traffic lights are always against you and everything. So I think it's only fair that King Charles III should give everyone outriders. So we've all got these police officers who will just stop the traffic, so we don't have to stop wherever we're going. And I think that'd be brilliant. I think. I think, I, yeah, I think that is a sensible um, thing that he could decree and give to us. Now, there are some things that are sensible and there are some things that are not sensible. For example, attacking uh, this morning, 6am, two police officers with a knife um, 
both going to live as far as we know but there is life-changing injuries to one of them um, but you don't do it in the centre of London any time of day or night I mean you don't do it anyway but when there's more police on duty at any given point in the centre of London than what there is probably in the rest of the country at that point I mean how many police officers have been sent all the way to London to sort out what's going to go on and particularly with the funeral as well and someone decides to uh, take on the police uh, it's not going to end well got tasered and is in hospital uh, himself uh, hopefully the wrath of the law will come down on him and um, we can uh, well forget the incident and hopefully the two officers injured will get um, will recover quickly as well because they, they just turn up for work and something like that happens it's just horrendous um, but yeah you don't do it in the middle of the biggest police uh, operation probably in 70 years it's, I mean, you don't, don't do it at all but I mean you know you've got to be a bit mm. anyway um, that's it for the time being for the royal family um, so I managed to do all that in uh, 16 minutes not 85 hours that news has been covering it for for uh, I don't know how long thankfully some of the normal tellies come back on again not that I watch all of it but it's just getting a bit annoying that it's just people sat in a studio talking rubbish um, so other news there has been other stuff going on around the world hmm. Ukraine for example it turns out that Ukrainians I mean we knew they were a tough bunch but they're also a skillful bunch as well um, if you look at this picture here you'll see that the purple area has got a lot bigger now the 6th of September is on the left and the purple area is more substantial than it used to be um, when Russia attacked but by the 12th of September the purple area had tripled inside um, and I'm amazed I'll be honest with you that they've done that um, it's obviously the weapons that they've been given and they um, rather cleverly uh, give um, the Russians a bit of a dodgy steer by saying that they were going to attack the south of Ukraine uh, where the coast is and get that back uh, so a lot of troops have been moved from where they were to the south of Ukraine in order to stop losing the, that land there uh, which meant basically that the, the Ukrainians just go in and just walk through and get back what is rightfully theirs uh, and they've done it in the way that Putin thought he would be able to do it when he started the war which is walk in and people have been waving the Russian flags because they were so pleased to see the Russian troops turns out no one's pleased to see the Russian troops but they're very very pleased to see the um, Ukrainian troops and it, it does warm your heart to know that you know good is uh, is beating evil the only problem is you've got to remember that it's Putin and it's Russia so there'll be a price to pay uh, and that price at the moment is the fact that they Russians are bombing uh, electric uh, substations power stations um, they've also destroyed or partly destroyed a dam um, so they're, they're basically trying to get the infrastructure of Ukraine so the parts that have been recaptured uh, Russia are trying to knock out the electricity and the water to those areas to be fair there's not much left of those areas because when Russia took them uh, it wasn't a walk in the park they literally you know, near enough every building you see although I agree 
um, that it's you know we're not there we can't see the bits that haven't been touched we only get sure the bits that have been touched but there's like apartment blocks with massive holes in the middle and all that kind of thing hey John Paul um, but Russia's saying ah well no this is a tactical retreat and we are regrouping well in a tactical retreat when you're regrouping don't you take your weapons with you particularly your tanks and your armoured vehicles and all your shells and everything else because you need them for when you regroup and then re-attack wherever it is you're attacking but no there are tens if not more tanks that have just been abandoned vehicles that have been abandoned um, and there's a lot of weapons that have been abandoned as well and you're like that is not uh, a tactical withdrawal that is a we are out of here it's almost like you know you almost expect to see a table with some hot whatever russian soldiers eat in bowls on the table half eaten and they've just legged it now you've got to remember that russia have always banged on about how great they are and everything but their army isn't the best trained they've lost a lot of soldiers in this conflict um injured or uh, dead and they've kind of recruited uh, youngsters who were volunteering to go there. Uh, you know, the ones that have been brainwashed, thinking that everything they see on the telly in Russia is, is true. I mean, we don't believe that everything we see on the telly here is true, but it's truer than what the Russians are being shown, if what we're being shown, what the Russians are being shown is true. If you get me. Anyway, um, they're kind of signing up. They get, again, if we believe what we hear, three days training. And then they get sent to the front line. Now, if you get sent to the front line and you've got some angry Ukrainian coming at you with a machine gun who knows what to do with it because they've all been trained from when they were like one uh, to defend their country, which is why it's so hard for Russia to take it, you're going to run in the opposite direction. And more so when you know that they will find what you lot have been up to or what the people who were there before you have been up to. Which brings us, again, tragically, to... Uh, the possibility of war crimes in uh, Ukraine again um, mass graves um, found and has been pointed out that normally when there's uh, some kind of war crime goes on and there's like mass executions and all that what they normally do is dig a big hole uh, chuck every, all the bodies in it fill it up um, and then hope no one finds it which is what uh, Pol Pot did, it's what um, they've done in various uh, wars around the world uh, and various other um, human right violations. Um, I mean, even the Nazis uh, did the same thing. This time, it looks like there's been a bit of dignity because a lot of the um, burials are individual and have got crosses on. Um, we don't know because these have only been found in the last 24 or 48 hours whether or not these have been buried by civilians or whether it was actually done by maybe some Russian soldiers who have a conscience to a degree. But some of the bodies that's been found have been reported to have their hands tied behind their backs um, and various uh, head trauma, um, be that uh, beatings or or bullets and allegedly there was even a knife uh, pulled out of uh, a corpse that had been buried as well. Um, it's 
you know, we whinge and moan about our life, but you know, we've we've got nothing to nothing to moan about at all. I mean, it's just beyond horrendous what is going on, and you know, Putin needs to be stopped. And it sounds like the press, which is owned by the state in Russia, are possibly starting to turn a little bit against Putin. And I think that's not a bad thing because some home truths need to be had. I mean, you know, Putin is the villain. He's recently met up with, um, what's he called? Xi Jinping, uh, the uh, president of China. And uh, they had a meeting. Uh, very interesting. If you remember, before they actually invaded, um, various diplomats and uh, presidents and prime ministers went over to Russia to speak to uh, Putin and, and say, look, you know, you can't invade there. Uh, let's talk about it. Let's sort something out. Let's come to an agreement. Uh, and he had this table that was massive, uh, this big white table. Well, you ain't seen nothing yet. Wait for the American news and I'll show you something that's even more shocking. But it turns out, publicly, China are not 100% in agreement with what Russia's done to uh, Ukraine. I say publicly, they've not said anything publicly, but it's been reported that that's what they have said by uh, Russian press. And Putin has agreed, uh, as have some of his people, that... There's a lot of area in Ukraine that has gone back to the Ukrainians, not trying to deny it, but again saying it's a tactical uh, redeployment of uh, troops, but obviously it ain't. Um, so yeah, Putin, the villain. And then, of course, we've got the hero, President Zelensky, um, who's been to some of these uh, recently recaptured towns, villages and cities, had a walk around, uh, selfies there with some of the uh, the soldiers on his side and everything. And then, while he's travelling from one town to another, he's involved in a car crash. Now thankfully, as far as we're aware, he wasn't seriously injured, um, and it was a civilian car that crashed into him. It was more of a, a fender bender from what I can make out. There's no pictures I can find of the car crash. Um, but hopefully he'll be okay and be able to carry on. But to be fair, if you see all the cars in Russia and Ukraine and you, you watch Dashcam TV, it's very, very unlikely you can drive around for longer than, you know, about four hours before someone drives into the side of you. So he probably done well to do as much driving as he's done. But like I say, hopefully he'll be fine. Um, we've had also more um, arrests for the, uh, the murder of Olivia, um, the nine-year-old in Liverpool who was uh, shot in her own house. And the police uh, did this rather bizarre search uh, at a golf course in uh, uh, Liverpool uh, where they, they kind of marched through the like stream river thing, going through it, and were rooting around, apparently looking for a gun. But they've not reported whether they found any or whether they haven't found any or not. Um, in the meantime, uh, yesterday, uh, it was the sad occasion of Olivia's funeral and everyone was invited to wear pink or a fleck of pink uh, who went to the funeral and her local school um, where she went and the church was literally next door 
uh, the pupils there all had some form of pink on them and they'd all cut little hearts out and stuck them to the fence outside the school and they'd done big big pink um, um, Olivia uh, signs for the windows and everything and they're interviewing the headmistress or head teacher whatever they call these days and um, she's saying about you know we've we've put the pink hearts up and we've done this and all the children are wearing pink as a mark of respect and I couldn't help but notice she wasn't wearing pink which I thought was a bit hypocritical um, but yeah it's horrendous um, I mean gun crime in the UK is thankfully very rare um, when a child is involved in gun crime is a victim of gun crime thankfully again it's even rarer um, but and when it does happen it is you know news for weeks until they, they find the perpetrator of them and bang them up in prison which is where they need to be at the very best I can think of other places I'd like to put them but uh, we'll go with prison for a very very long time indeed also this week was the um, the uh, funeral of Archie Beresford, who was the 12-year-old who uh, did some alleged, allegedly did some TikTok stunt, uh, which went horribly wrong, uh, and he ended up uh, in a coma. Uh, and then there was a lot of uh, to and fro in from the courts, um, whether or not to withdraw or keep life support. The doctors were saying there's no chance of recovery at all, uh, totally brain dead, uh, and obviously the parents. Uh, as you can understand, didn't want to hear that, um, so they fought and fought and fought. Um, sadly, uh, it was agreed eventually to turn off the um, uh, the life support, uh, and his funeral was um, yesterday. So, like I say, a tragedy, um, and there's another one which I don't get. Now, this one is in London. This is Chris Caver. Um, he was shot and uh, killed by the police uh, after a car chase uh, in London and he was, uh, the car was hit from the front, not heavily looking at the car and the damage, but enough to stop it. He got out of the car and was promptly shot. Um, I, I'm Angela, I agree with you in that respect, but I also think you've got to listen to the doctors uh, and the specialists. Although, if you watch my vlog recently, I'm not 100% sure that they, they're right all the time either, but it's a different, completely different thing. If you're in a coma um, and your brain is calcifying, uh, there's no way on earth you're going to come back from that. That is just impossible. Uh, it's already decomposing as are other organs within the body. Uh, there's nothing nothing left, it's just a shell. Uh, and if that's what you're being told, as tragic as it is, I think you've got to listen to them. Um, but yeah, it, it, was, it, it was very messy and un unnecessary. It's not the first time it's happened and it won't be the last time. Guarantee that at some point. Um, but as I was saying, uh, Chris Caber, uh, who was a rapper as well apparently, uh, he was shot uh, and killed by the police, the Met Police in London, after this car chase, and weirdly, the police officer who shot him was not suspended. Now he has been suspended since, but it was like a week after the event, and I'm thinking that 
if you are a police officer with a firearm and you discharge your weapon, um, you should be suspended immediately and then there's an inquiry into whether or not you should have fired your weapon. Um, I mean, obviously there are cases where there's terrorists running around knifing people and things like that, um, but it, it, they should all be treated the same. Turns out there was no gun on uh, Chris's um, personage. He didn't have a gun with him. There was no guns found in the car. Um, bit shady on what his lifestyle was. Nothing's really been said about it. I mean, you can look at social media and all that, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's a young guy who's been killed by the police. For what I can see, no reason whatsoever. Um, it, it does seem... I mean, you've got tasers. I mean, look at the, the police officers that we were talking about before. Two police officers this morning stabbed by a gentleman who was then tasered. Um, that's the way to deal with people. Um, I mean, there'd have been a less excuse for him to be shot than there was for... No. Yeah, less excuse. No, more excuse. What? No, less excuse for them to shoot... Uh, the guy stabbing the police than it was to shoot this guy. There's no reason to shoot him. Um, and, you know, there is rumours that there's a homicide investigation. Now, we're not American. I don't know why they're calling it homicide. Um, I mean, manslaughter, probably. Um, I, don't, I doubt it'd be murder. But it shouldn't have happened. And as soon as that gun is fired, you should be suspended and it looked into to find out why you fired it and make sure that your mental health is okay as well. Because if you fired a gun, um, you fired it because you think there's a reason to fire it. Which means you either think your life is at risk, or other people's life is at risk. And the only way to stop it is by firing your weapon at whomever it is. Um, so you're going through trauma. So you need to be away from that. Um, you know, you, Even if you miss, even if you hit a wall... You need time out just to get your head together. But if you've killed someone or injured someone and you're a police officer, you need to be taken away from that situation. You need to be have time to digest what you've done, have time to think about the reasons why you did what you did, and then, um, yeah, that's what I think as well. Um, it just seems a bizarre situation to not suspend him um, or her. It's you've, it should be automatic as soon as because they have to fill a form in. You know, you you've got X number of bullets on you, and you go back to the station and you've got three less. They want to know them three bullets. So you've got to fill in paperwork and a lot of paperwork for it. But you should be instantly suspended as well, and the the case should be looked at individually. Everyone should be treated the same. All the police should be treated the same. It's not like, you know, if I had a gun and I shot a policeman, they wouldn't be able to, the police wouldn't say, all right, um, well, you go back to work and uh, we'll get back to you later on. I'd be banged up, rightly so. So I don't understand why it's different for the police. The police should at least be suspended if they fire a weapon, uh, no matter what, who, uh, whatever the outcome they should be suspended and it looked into. Now, if you fire and you hit a wall, um, then obviously the suspension might not be too long. But then there might be a reason why you fired and there might you might have some mental health issues that have been created from the situation you were in, which is why you fired the weapon. And you need help. The last thing you need to do is be walking around with a gun when you've just gone through something that's traumatic. 
So yeah, suspend police officers uh, once a firearm has been discharged. Now, uh, JT says, I watched the police interceptors and they really are wary to fire weapons, so it's a strange story. There must be something we're not being told. Yeah, I mean, what I did hear was, um, they shot one bullet into the vehicle, yeah. The, the car that it was in, allegedly, has been involved with some kind of gun situation in the past. But that doesn't mean that it's still a gun situation now. Um, so it, it, it just makes zero sense. Um, anyway, hopefully justice will be done and we will get to the bottom of it at some point in the near future. Talking of uh, getting to the bottom, in the UK, bizarrely, unemployment is now at the lowest it's been in like forever. Um, well, not forever, but certainly for a considerable length of time, which is good news. Someone who won't be unemployed, but may well be, how can we say, retired, is Roger Federer. Roger Federer. He's um, 41, and he's now um, retiring from competitive tennis. He says competitive tennis because he, um, I imagine he'll still play tennis but not competitively. Thanks for clearing that up, Roger. Really needed it. If you like tennis, that's a big story. I couldn't care less. Just thought I'd mention it because there might be people on here who do care. Um, one thing that confused me a little bit as well, which is a completely different story, um, is apparently the oldest, oldest heart uh, ever has been found, uh, and it predates the previous oldest heart by millions of years which I'm a bit confused about because if we found fish and other animals around other than amoebas and uh, hydras and stuff like that which are like very small single cell small multi-cell creatures but you know complex creatures then surely they've all had hearts I mean obviously dinosaurs had hearts but they're only a few million years ago this thing is a considerable number of millions of years ago and it's a fish apparently um, its heart is in red. Um, basically, that's the actual fish um, on in the rock, the fossil. But the heart has been preserved um, in the rock and has been found. And it is—it's a very simple heart. Um, my simple heart, ming ming ming. My simple heart will just. Uh, anyway, it's been. <laughs> It's been found uh, in this rock and scientists are very excited about it because it kind of goes back to the beginning of man. They've also recreated the fish for us as well, which is nice, that's nice. Um, and there it is. What a beauty. Uh, it reminds me of uh, a celebrity, but I can't quite put my finger on who it reminds me of. Uh, genuinely, I can't. Uh, I'm not saying that and then I'm going to put a picture up of who I think it is and go, ha ha, no. Uh, no, it, it just does remind me of someone, but I can't think who it is. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's uh, paleontology for you. Um, also, uh, Centre Parks. Now, Centre Parks pride themselves on being this country retreat for families where there's lots of outdoor healthy activities to do. And this Monday coming, where, when the Queen's funeral is, has been declared a national bank holiday. Uh, which means that obviously the banks won't be open and then multiple shops have said they're not opening uh, shopping centres are closing they're not opening either 
a lot of restaurants uh, are shutting. That fish could be Mount Lucas. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't what I was thinking of, but I can see I can see where you're coming from. Um, and Centre Parks have basically said to people who are holidaying there um, that they'll have to find alternative accommodation for Monday because they're shutting their gates and not letting anyone in. So everyone who's on holiday in Centre Parks will have to go away on Monday and then come back again on Tuesday when the park reopens. So basically you have a, a day of your holiday taken away from you. Now, understandably, there was a bit of a furore about this. So they backtracked and they said, OK, uh, you can stay in your chalets and your, your, your houses and your buildings and your whatnot um, while, you know, while their bank holiday's on. But there won't be uh, any um, events going on within the, uh, the area, i.e. Uh, there won't be anyone helping with canoeing or anyone doing the swing rope, you know, the, the bit where you grab on and you slide down the, the rope slide thing and things like that. So they'll be having a day off, but you'll be allowed to stay on site and, and, and then it turns out that they've asked people to stay in the chalets because of health and safety issues. Because if the places that are dangerous are not manned, then kids might get out of the chalets and think they can do it themselves, and then someone falls off and injures themselves. So they're now saying, it's a public relations disaster, I'll be honest with you. They're now saying, uh, you can stay on site, but please stay in your chalets, rooms, whatever, um, and don't come out because of health and safety concerns. <laughs> yeah, I guess where I will never go on a holiday, although I was I'll be honest, I wasn't planning on doing it anyway. Another one who's not really judged things very well, in my opinion, is McDonald's. Now, McDonald's are closing uh, on Sunday, uh, on Monday, sorry, um, until 5pm, at which point they're opening. And I'm like, what? That makes no sense. Um, Christmas Day, they don't open at 5pm. Um, this is a once-in-a-lifetime uh, situation. And a lot of their staff, I would imagine... Um, would want to be off for this uh, once-in-a-lifetime event and maybe have a little drink or two um, to toast the Queen while the funeral's on and whatnot. Uh, but no, they're opening at 5pm. Uh, but I tell you, it's even got it even more wronger. It's not even a word, but I'll, I'll go with it. Uh, that is everyone's favourite shop, CEX. Um, they are opening at 1pm. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, talk about greed from uh, companies. I mean, that is beyond greed. I can't think of any other shop that's opening. Supermarkets are not opening. Your Tesco's, your Aldi's, your Asda's, your Sainsbury's and all them. Uh, they're all staying closed all day. Uh, and rightly so, as a mark of respect. CX will open at 1pm. It's a joke. It's pathetic. I mean, they mug people off anyway, allegedly. But, uh, yeah, they're so desperate for cash, they have to do that. Um, the other thing that's been going on, we're going back to the Queen now, is people are going to pay tribute to her, and there is a queue. And the queue now is over, well over, 20 hours wait to actually get from um, this bit here to that bit over there. Uh, 20 hours stood up. Uh, it's going to be day and night, obviously. It's getting autumn now, so it's pretty cold at night. Um, you're not allowed to have loads of bags or anything. 
Um, there are shops that are staying open 24 hours a day. Um, but, yeah, five miles that queue. I mean, that is, that is a long queue. I mean, we love to queue. Funnily enough, um, I went to pick my uh, grandson up from school today and I got there uh, not as early as I wanted to. I wasn't late, but I didn't get there as early as I wanted to. Um, and there was a queue. And I'm like, how big is this queue? Uh, and I said to the one behind me, I said, are we, are we queuing up to see the Queen? Has the queue, has the queue made it this far? And she did laugh. And then looked at me like I was a bit sad. But I thought it was quite a funny joke, really. Quite apt. And it was quite respectful as well. Uh, it turned out we were but the, the, the views we're getting of people in the queue is impressive. This is a snaky bit just outside um, Westminster Hall. Um, and this bit here is... Alright, there we go. This bit is going along the Thames. Um, which is jolly impressive. You must agree. Uh, it's... But we, we like queuing, don't we? We are a queuing nation. Um, and then, I mean, you know, this guy, I think a lot of people have had a man crush on him over the years. Um, and, you know, there's no reason why he would have to. But uh, David Beckham queued up for over 12 hours to pay his respects to the Queen with everyone else in the crowds. Um, which I thought was a really nice thing to do. I mean, he was doing his best Peaky Blinders impression. But, I mean, other than that, uh, what a nice thing to do. He's such a nice guy. Um, and then, allegedly, you've got these two Muppets. Um, Philip and Holiday, uh, Holly accused of Q-jumping. Uh, basically, Holly... Uh, and Phil, they do a, a morning uh, TV show in the United Kingdom, uh, which is called uh, Good Morning, This Morning. I don't even know what it's called, I don't watch it. Uh, and they'd filmed it, finished it, and then within a few hours, they were at the in the hall paying respects to the Queen um, with um, lanyards on them. Not impressed. Um, I think they've lost a few brownie points then. If... if David Beckham can queue up for 12 hours, then I'm sure that uh, Holly and, um, what's he called, can queue up for a bit longer than just pushing in. It's oh, fuming. I'm not going to compare my car now, or whatever his advert is, um, because, no, that's wrong. That's wrong on many levels. Many, many levels indeed. Um... What else was there? That might be it for... No, it's not it for the UK news, because we have had a, a, another sad passing this week. Um, this lady here uh, is uh, Gwyneth Powell, uh, and she was, if you're of a certain age, you remember her as the headmistress, uh, Mrs McCluskey, at Grange Hill. Um, and she sadly passed away, I think she was 79, um... No, 76, sorry. Uh, and she's passed away uh, this week. So, uh, rest in peace. Not as, I mean, it's a bit unfortunate, isn't it? You get a lot more publicity if she'd have, you know. But anyway, it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, I used to like her as the uh, headmistress. And she had to put up with, you know, Zamo and Tucker and all them lot. Um, while they were uh, 
being mischievous, shall we say. Hmm, mischievous, I think that's a good word to use. And then I've got some other little tidbits that I've come across uh, during the week. Um, for example, this, uh, which is a uh, off Twitter, I think it was. Um, and it says there, uh, the Queen is dead. Queen's eldest son, Charles, automatically becomes Queen. Brilliant. Uh, something got lost in the translation there. So uh, that's African TV. And uh, yeah, they got that a bit wrong. Uh, it amused me a little bit under the circumstances. Uh, this is an interesting one as well. Um, charging network operator Offspray have blamed soaring energy prices as it becomes the first to hike charges uh, to £1 per kilowatt hour. So that is like it says there 50% increase. Uh, per kilowatt hour to charge your car. Meanwhile, petrol and diesel are coming down in price. So we won't be long before you, it's going to cost you more to charge your car than what it would be to fill it up if it were petrol. Um, I mean, again, my opinion on electric vehicles is, is well known. Oh, it's not American. I thought it was American. Um, I remember a little while ago I said that uh, the uh, Russians and the uh, Japanese leader uh, met uh, and they basically disagreed with what was going on in Ukraine privately stroke publicly um, and there was a table involved when they actually sat down and had a meeting and uh, this is the table there you go and you can see that uh, Putin is at the far side circled and Jinping uh, is on this side circled and there is a gulf between them metaphorically and physically I would imagine uh, but yeah fantastic picture and it does make their this previous table he had look a bit uh, bit rubbish really anyway that's it for UK news next up we've got everyone's favorite which is meanwhile in America and all that. Um, so what's been going on in America? Well, you'd be surprised to hear there's been lots of gun crime. Um, but, first off, oh no, it is gun crime. <laughs> God's sake. Um, there you go. A 17-year-old boy was uh, shot. Um, let's move that, make that bigger. There you go. 17-year-old boy uh, was shot steps away from his Brooklyn High School on Friday afternoon, according to authorities and sources. The team was blasted in the stomach at Neptune Avenue and Ocean Parkway in Brighton Beach. Um, again, teenager being shot. I know I was talking about Olivia recently, who was a nine-year-old who got shot in her own house, but I mean, when was the last time we had a child shot and killed in the UK? Um, and it's just all the time. Well, yeah. Now, this this is the Americans being Americans. Um, King Charles seems confused on how to enter Buckingham Palace. Um, it was his first day as king, uh, and Charles III had an awkward start to his reign, as he and the Queen Consort Camilla appeared unsure about how to enter the Buckingham Palace. 
After shaking hands and greeting mourners of the late Queen Elizabeth outside the historic royal home, historic, historic royal home, Charles and Camilla walked down the main gates to appreciate the flowers and other tributes um, to the 96-year-old monarch. Now I watched this live because uh, it was interesting. Um, so he'd just come back to Buckingham Palace. He'd not actually set foot on the grounds of Buckingham Palace. The the, the car stopped. Him and Camilla got out. Uh, they greeted the crowds. They walked for a lot longer than I was expecting them to do. Now, if you've been to Buckingham Palace, there's a main gate, and then there's two gates either side, and the distance is quite considerable. And they walked from the first gate at the side all the way to the middle gate. Then they crossed over to the gates, and then they looked at the tributes and went back to where they came from, which is where the car was, uh, which is what any normal people would do. But um, what he got told then was that he was meant to go in the main gates um, and then there'd be a shot of him walking straight in the main gates in the middle uh, and straight through the archway of the main front of the building. Um, and then he'd disappear you know, as king and that would be him becoming king uh, in Buckingham Palace. And they put the flag up and everything else. And the Americans are saying, he seems confused how to enter the palace. His mother died the day before. He's 73. He's just become king. And he's just met loads of people and looked at tributes at his mother. I mean, come on. You've got Biden as a president. He doesn't know how to open an envelope, I don't think. Anyway, um, still better than Trump. Though. Uh, more about Biden later. Uh, Anthony Ray Gray allegedly lied six-month baby was in a stolen car to get a faster police response. I should have read that before I read it. Uh, so basically, he rang up the police to say his car had been stolen and said there was a six-month baby in the car so that the police would come quicker and find it quicker. Uh, anyway, he's been arrested for, uh, well, lying to the police. Uh, Russian TV acknowledges substantial victory for Kyiv after a Ukrainian breakthrough. Uh, this is again reported in America. Uh, Russian state television broadcast an interview on Friday acknowledging that Kyiv had achieved a substantial victory after Ukraine forces burst through the front line in the lightning advance. This is what I said before, uh, Kharkiv, is, which is where these graves are that they found, um, was uh, recaptured in the fastest advance uh, reported by either side for months. Um, and it, it's an absolute nightmare for the Russians, which is not a bad thing, let's be honest. So, uh, more to it. Um, Supreme Court. We love the Supreme Court in America because they're all bonkers. I mean, again, they criticise King Charles for not knowing where to go in the palace. Um, but they have the Supreme Court who don't know right from wrong themselves. Um, Supreme Court temporarily lets uh, a university block LGBTQ student club. So, there's... Um, they, they stopped an LGBTQ student group and the Supreme Court have said, yep, that's fine. Uh, you don't have to uh, let them restart again. It's an Orthodox Jewish university. But I mean, come on, guys and girls. We're in the 2022 now. We're not in 1922. And just think of the persecution as well that your forefathers fought. And what are you doing to the LGBTQ community? It's not the same, but you get the you get me drift. Um, now this woman here, a new um, had New Yorkers pay twice as much for COVID tests from a company uh, after um, a campaign donor um, 
was allowed to charge double. Um, so they paid for her campaign and she let them supply COVID tests but charged people because they weren't free in America double what everyone else was paying for them. Rudy Giuliani, everyone's favourite madman after Trump and a few others to be fair, calls 9-11 in some ways the greatest day of my life. In what way is 9-11 a great day in anyone's life? Uh, again, 2,996 uh, 2, people were killed in that atrocity, atrocity, atrocity um, which was um, re remembered on its 21st anniversary in this Sunday. And Rudy Giuliani calls it, in some ways, the greatest day of his life. I mean, talk about losing the plot. It makes Senator Cruz look like a human. Um, two dead and three missing after a New Zealand boat hits a whale. Um, now that would do it, I'll be honest with you. If you ram your boat into a whale, then it's not going to end well. Um, sadly, uh, it's now three dead um, and still two missing. But again, an odd headline. Uh, New York City refusing to release 9-11 records without lawsuit immunity. So there's a lot of documents which have been um, given out, uh, or hidden, sorry, after 9-11. The buildings were built in the 70s, the Twin Towers and surrounding buildings. And at the time, uh, a lot of buildings, to stop them catching fire, had asbestos in them. Now, asbestos is a very safe substance when you can't access it, when it's behind um, some plaster and some cladding, or when it's... We had it in our school. It was like on the worktops uh, of the science classes and in those little... I don't know if it's lemon or not, but then... Um, little cupboard things that you put glass on and they, as a fan that takes all the stuff out so you can do experiments in there and all the fumes go out and kill the birds outside rather than killing the kids inside but asbestos is very very safe however it's deadly when it is powdered hi phoenix um it's absolutely horrendous what it does to your lungs uh, and you can die many many years later there are kids uh, in wigan going into a mill um near wigan town center which is full of asbestos which has been trashed and damaged and I guarantee in 20, 25, 30 years time a lot of them are going to be seriously ill or dead from asbestosis which is the lung condition that you get. Anyway, it turns out that when the Twin Towers fell obviously amongst all the other dust that came out of there was asbestos um, and we all knew that but the New York um, um, not council, what do you call it? Uh, the, 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 uh, the city uh, hierarchy hid that um, um, news from the people of New York, even though everyone in New York knew, because there were some people saying, I, was, I remember watching some clip or something of someone going through, and don't breathe it in, it's asbestos. Um, so yeah, but they're refusing to do it unless they get a lawsuit immunity, which means... If, if they cannot be charged or, or um, fined or have to pay compensation, um, they will give the records out, which means, that obviously, they are lying to their people. 21 years ago, doubt that many people who were there then are still there now in, uh, in power, but 
it does it is worrying when that's what you know the people who were meant to be representing the people and looking after the people's best interests come up with such bs a hong kong speech therapist gets 19 months in jail for publishing anti-government kids books genius uh, five hong kong speech therapists were sentenced to 19 months in jail on saturday after being found guilty of seduction for publishing three children picture books that were deemed anti-government deemed anti-government um the uh, books which uh, included cartoons of sheep and wolves encouraged separatism and incited opposition to the governments said the chinese government oh my god uh what they're doing with the uyghurs hmm. A Russian flee as UK and troops, Ukraine troops make astonishing gains in East. Again, we've I've talked about this a lot today. Uh, Ukrainian forces gain control of vital Russian supply hub in the eastern part of the country. Uh, and good luck to them as well. And um, I like the fact that the there's a Ukraine soldier there stood on the Russian flag, and they've uh, blurred his face out. Yet when there's someone who's accused of anything in America. Um, uh, even if they've not been found guilty, they're being arrested. You can still see the face on some of these pictures. But no, Ukrainian in Ukraine fighting a war will blur his face out to protect his identity. Oh, everyone's favourite madman. After Trump. After Guiliani. After Cruz. Um, Senator Cruz, not Tom Cruz. Although, yeah. Uh, is um, Kim Jong-un. Uh, North Korea vows automatically and immediately to launch nuclear weapons if someone kills Kim Jong-un. Now what happens if his driver, when he's driving around, has some kind of legitimate medical condition and drives off a cliff with him in the back? Uh, it's, yeah. The thing is, the whole country is that brainwashed and that mad, and certainly the hierarchy are, that even if that did happen, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if someone pressed the button anyway because they think if they didn't they get uh, they get taken away and shot. Uh, but yeah, World War Three, anyone? Yeah, I mean we've got plenty of options, haven't we? We've got Russia, we've got China, uh, and we've got um, North Korea as well. So yeah, I can't wait. Uh, New York City Council cancels mothers in favour of birthing people. Woke. What the woke are you on about? At this rate, celebrating Mother's Day in New York might get you cancelled. Oh, thank you. I've been, I've been working on it. Uh, the city's council lefty leadership has become so woke that many members have started to replace the word mother in legislation and other official correspondence with non-gender terms like birthing people and birthing parents. The world is going mad. Can I add to this list of mad people? Because it's just getting longer and longer and longer and longer. And it's getting more and more scarier. And wokeness. Anyone who's woke will be just taken into a room and left with other woke people. And we'll just put them in VR environments where they think they're ruling the world. And we'll get on and rule it properly because, yeah, it's just not happening. Um, do you remember um, Covid? Do you remember that thing? Um... I know he means uh, Kim about the hair, and I was just I was just joking. Well, there's a video coming up about my hair, so you know, I haven't got around to filming it yet. Um, China quarantines college students under strict COVID policy. Uh, 500 students at China's premier college for broadcast journalists, oh, I hope, 
have been set in quarantine after a handful of COVID-19 cases were detected in their dormitory. Uh, so yeah, the Communications University of China, along with 19 teachers and five assistants, were transferred by bus, um, quarantining uh, for, well, indefinitely, really, until either they all die, they all get it. Um, so yeah, COVID, it's not gone. Uh, we're expecting another spike again in the United Kingdom soon as well, apparently. Oh, the joy. Um, the last reactor at Ukraine's Saraprosa uh, nuclear plant has been stopped. Uh, so the largest nuclear plant has been reconnected to the Ukraine's electricity grid, allowing engineers to shut down its last operational reactor in an attempt to avoid a radiation disaster. They're still fighting around it, as I've said before many times, and I've written, um, if you look at my uh, writing things I do on a, on a, on a blog, um, it's up there somewhere. Um, you've got this nuclear, largest nuclear facility in Europe, which is in the middle of a war zone. Now they've turned off all the reactors so they're not producing electricity anymore, which is good. But they're still nuclear facilities. If they get hit, a direct hit, we're still going to have a nuclear disaster. It doesn't matter whether it's wicked or not. We're still going to get a nuclear disaster from it. So again, anyone who militarises within a one mile zone of a nuclear facility such as this or anyone who fires um, a missile or similar within uh, a one mile radius of a military zone have instantly committed a war crime no questions no nothing it's a war crime if you are fighting either defending um, or attacking a nuclear facility or you're weaponising it like Russia did, having all the tanks hiding inside the outbuildings and all that kind of thing, then you have committed a war crime in my book. It is just too dangerous to mess around with nuclear facilities. Have we not learnt from, uh, was it Seven Mile Island, um, Sellafield, um, Fukushima, and obviously Chernobyl? Um, you don't mess with nuclear power. End of. A man pushing a walker, Zimmer frame, similar thing, was robbed at knife points in Bronx, New York, for $13. Now obviously the the guy with the knife didn't know that the guy with the walker only had $13. It's the principle of someone thinking it's okay to attack or threaten someone who's obviously very elderly, fairly frail, in a lift, in a confined space, with a knife. Uh, no, and as you can see the picture, you can actually see the guy's face. Um, but yeah, $13. So yeah, again, hopefully they'll find him, lock him up and uh, throw away the key. More Ukraine good news. Uh, Zelensky gloats as Russia flees vital hub supply of Kupiansk in Ukraine. It seems to me they're just going bang, 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 bang at the moment. Uh, and it's great. Someone did point out that they don't want to go too far though because then they'll be thinning what's going on behind and then Russia can come in behind them and then, you know, kind of squeeze in on them. But uh, hopefully uh, it's going the right way and hopefully Russia haven't got the manpower or, or the military power to actually stop this. Uh, and it would be absolutely brilliant if they actually re-caught back Crimea, which was taken in 2014, uh, annexed, it was said, by uh, Russia. But yeah, good luck, uh, Zelensky, uh, and all that you do. Um, a Texas 17-year-old shoots and kills two uh, suspects attempting to break into his home. Um, 
So two men allegedly attempting to break into a home on Friday were shot and killed by a teenager with a shotgun. I mean, that would do it up close range. Approximately 10.40pm. Now, if, this gets this is like the other, other side of it. If someone's breaking into your house in the UK and they have to come upstairs, uh, you can use reasonable force to repel them, um, which could be pushing them down the stairs, uh, punching them, hitting them with an object, uh, that kind of thing, and that is class of self-defence. Uh, a shotgun, not sure about a shotgun, but I can see that this makes a bit more sense of defending your own property than some of the other shootings that we get in America, but again, it's just too many guns. Too many people are dying from gunshots in America. It's like the Wild West, but all over. Um, Vladimir Putin congratulates King Charles. Um, Russian President Vladimir Putin leaked to congratulate King Charles on his new royal role on Saturday, becoming one of the first world leaders to do so in a two-sentence message from the Kremlin. Please accept my sincere congratulations on your ascension to the throne, Putin wrote in the note. I wish your majesty success and good health and all the best. <laughs> That's it. I'm like, of all the people you wouldn't want to get a message from. Um, I mean, you know, nothing about, sorry about your mother dying and all that. Congratulations, your mother's dead. Yeah, brilliant. A phone call pop shoplifter knocks out a 77-year-old woman while fleeing... Uh, Barnes & Noble, which apparently is a New York uh, store of some kind. Uh, Brezen shoplifter knocked a 77-year-old woman unconscious while fleeing uh, the Manhattan Barnes & Noble on Saturday, getting away with nothing but a $35, uh, $35 in Funko Pop toys. I mean, I think Funko Pops are overrated shite anyway. Um, but to actually go and steal them, you've got to be a bit sad. And then to knock over an unconscious make a, a woman unconscious who's 77 years old even more mad um, again pictures of him there so you can identify him if you have a go in uh, New York Manhattan you can say oh yeah that's him um, but yeah it's I mean Funko Pops it's just it's just horrendous plastic that'll be around for centuries even when people bin them all because they are shite and they go into landfill they will be there for millennia, millennia. you can imagine the Tony Robinson in 3,000 years time digging up uh, an old tip from the olden days from like the 20th century and what do they find? all these friggin' bloody Funko Pop things and what would they think of us? oh my god um, <laughs> a CNN reporter was blasted for a disrespectful swipe at Prince William and Kate Middleton now, bear in mind, CNN is an American-based uh, news channel, um, and at the moment, um, the the um, royals that they know more than any other are Harry and Meghan. So, CNN is facing a fierce backlash after its London-based international correspondent dismissed Prince William and Kate Middleton as the other two royals while referring to Prince Harry and Meghan Markle by name. <laughs> it's like, yeah, typical Americans, isn't it? I mean, he's going to be the king one day. I reckon uh, if he's still working for CNN, he might get deported out of the country, and rightly so, by that other royal. Um, Seoul says North Korea will self-destruct if it uses nukes. 
well yeah because chances are not many of them will be very good they'll press the button they'll go off but then they literally won't get out of the bunker or whatever they're in they'll just explode in uh, in the bunkers because let's be honest technology is not the best thing that uh, north korea has um unlike like jeff bezos and all that oh i'm gonna mention about jeff bezos coming up um do you remember michael jackson um in his prime he had a pet chimpanzee called bubbles which apparently is still alive and in some animal sanctuary somewhere. I, was, I vaguely remember seeing something about it recently. Well, um, in Australia, there was a guy who had a pet kangaroo. Now, they're cute when they're little, joys, or little chimpanzees. Oh, cute. Oh, look, it's wearing a nappy and it's going... <laughs> That's a chimpanzee, not the joey. Um, but then they get bigger, and then they get muscular, and then they get strong, and then... They kill you. Um, it's the first fatal attack, uh, attack by a kangaroo in 86 years. The man, who was 77 years old, um, was killed by a wild kangaroo that he believed was his pet. It probably was his pet, but it's probably had enough of being treated like a pet. It is a wild animal. It is strong. It is muscular. And it rightly, maybe not killing you, but certainly let you know who's boss. Um, 40 new subpoenas uh, and phones have been, um, uh, phone seizures, sorry, have been uh, done by the Justice Department after the January the 6th um, invasion of the Capitol Hill. Uh, again, they're trying to find if there's stuff that Trump did behind the scenes, apart from making that ridiculous speech that actually incited people to uh, do what they did. Um, and there's quite a lot of people close to him who've had their mobile phones taken. Now, it's, I'm amazed that they haven't figured out that the best way to get out of this is to have their mobile phones accidentally drop in some vast area of water. Like, for example, a sea or a lake or something similar. Because that seems to be the trick that a lot of people have done recently when their, uh, people ask for their mobile phones. Particularly if you look at things like the uh, Rebecca Vardy and um, Colleen Rooney, uh, Wagatha Christie case that uh, happened recently. Uh, a vital phone somehow ended up in the sea. Um, and that's the way forward. If you want to you know, stay, uh, stay out of prison. A sword-wielding man shot dead after running towards Phoenix cops. Well, what did you expect? Um, it was a samurai sword, and he was fatally shot by the police. Now, again, I would class that as self-defence. Uh, if someone's coming at you with a samurai sword, then, yeah, fine, fair enough. And at least it was the police shooting someone who had a weapon who was threatening them. But again, whoever fired the shots, how many officers fired the shots, they should all be suspended, and it should be gone through as to what is going on. No doubt, most of them, if not all of them, are still on the streets now after going through that escapade. Uh, I mean, they are humans, and someone coming towards you with a samurai sword and then one of them firing a gun and killing this person is a major trauma, no matter how you look at it. And again, it, it does make me wonder if people haven't been suspended for that, why they haven't been suspended for it. Full inquiry. Um, it seems more legitimate than the other one, but uh, just get it sorted and, and see what happens and make sure that the officers are okay that they haven't caught post-traumatic post stress disorder.
A lot of people commit suicide by cop in America. That is true. That is true. But again, if you've killed someone, uh, you know, as a police officer, you, you, you should be checked out and the situation should be checked out as well, like the guy in London should be checked out earlier than what it actually was. Um, the number of migrants uh, drowning in the Rio Grande um, at the border crossing has got out, so out of control that a Texan's town needs a refrigerated truck to store all the bodies. We think we've got it bad with the channel and what's going on there with all the migrants coming over the channel. But I mean, that is horrendous. Um, because they won't all be, I mean, you know, it'll be families that they've got and there'll be no idea on them, no nothing, and they've just got all these bodies and they have to store them in a refrigerated truck. Ah, oh, it doesn't bear thinking about it. Things need to be done to sort out the countries that people are fleeing from. I think that's the main issue. Here we go, this is a nice woman. Uh, New York judge accused of making racist anti-gay remarks in court. Well, she sounds like a pillar of the community, doesn't she? A uh, New York judge allegedly made vile, bigoted remarks while on the job, including say, uh, saying homosexuality is an abomination, easy for her to say, uh, claiming Hispanic people have deceitful traits and accusing her colleagues of sleeping their way to the top. But she is still a court um, judge in New York. I mean, can you imagine if you're an Hispanic homosexual who's accused of sleeping with many people and you go up against her you've got no chance um, a, a, an Oklahoma County inmate found dead in his jail cell over the weekend was a plaintiff in a lawsuit against the county itself alleging that in 2019 he and other inmates were tortured by jail employees who forced them to repeatedly listen to the children's song Baby Shark for hours on end. Um, and it, funnily enough, he's no longer with us. He's, he's, he's now deceased. Um, I mean, Baby Shark, I'm not even going to say it, but you, you wouldn't want that. And no matter what you've done, that is, that is horrendous what the inmates did. So, yeah, damn right for uh, suing them. But it's, it's unresponsive he was found. doesn't say what happened. Uh, might be natural, but yeah, it's America, isn't it? You just have to think of these things. Uh, meanwhile, in Russia, uh, a Russian energy executive falls from a bolt in, a, in the latest mystery death. A high-level executive in Russia's energy sector has died after apparently falling off a bolt over the weekend. Um, Ivan Perkorn... Uh, 39, was a manager, the managing director of uh, the Far East and Arctic Development Corporation and was sailing off the score of the coast of Ruski Island in the Sea of Japan on Saturday when he fell off board, uh, uh, fell overboard from the speeding vessel. Hmm. So how many times has this happened in recent weeks where high-powered people who not necessarily agree with the Russian president uh, have unfortunate accidents and become deceased? I mean, the fact that picture come up then, uh, you know, wishful thinking maybe. No, no. Um, Donald Trump said uh, to his aides uh, when the election result was given in 2020 uh, that we're not leaving. And he now wants to do it again, the election in 2020, um, because he thinks that still 
that it was a, a whitewash and he should have been president. And you're like, no, no, we didn't want you as president. I mean, we got bumbling Biden. And to be fair, he's lasted longer than I thought he would. Um, but yeah, we, we ain't leaving. We ain't leaving. Now, remember what I said before about how American newspapers uh, will post a picture of someone um, and say who they are uh, and what they've done, even if they haven't been charged or uh, found guilty of said crime. Well, here we go again. The squirrel was to blame in a temporary power outage in Minneapolis. Uh, nearly 10,000 Minneapolis residents were left in the dark thanks to a pesky squirrel that disrupted power transmission on Sunday. Um, the squirrel came in contact with the uh, with some of the equipment that caused the outage, they said. And look, there's a picture of that squirrel, which I think is shocking because we don't know it was that squirrel. They're deflaming the squirrel. Talking of which, uh, Jeff Bezos, remember we were talking about before about how successful he is? His Blue Origin rocket exploded during an unmanned launch this week. Um, it suffered its first launch failure as the booster exploded about a minute after liftoff in Texas. No one was on board, thank goodness. Um, and the, um, the capsule parachuted, so it must have ejected somehow, and parachuted down moderately safely, which I think is quite clever. Uh, and it does look like a phallic thing, the actual thing when it's taken off. It does look very, very phallic, and I think he's done that on purpose. But yeah, that's his first failure, but thankfully no one on board. Um, disgraced Prince Andrew heckled at Queen's Elizabeth uh, funeral procession. A Scottish man heckled the disgraced Prince Andrew at uh, the Queen Elizabeth's funeral procession on Monday through Edinburgh, uh, referred to him as a sick old man. Uh, the man was arrested, uh, and then the crowd... Um, started singing uh, God Save the King to uh, drown him out whilst he was being arrested. Um, I mean, I'm all for free speech and all that, but there's a time and a place, and a mother's funeral cortege is probably not the time or the place for such a thing to occur. Um, I'm not defending the Prince um, Andrew in any way, shape or form. I'm just saying, no matter how you look at it, he's just lost his mother. And there should be uh, an element of time and place for such things. In America, inflation is a problem. 8.3%. Uh, and there's going to be a supersize rate rate hike, interest rate hike, uh, probably, to try and slow it down. Now, I, I, they do that in Britain as well. And I've still not figured out how that's meant to work. Um, and all these wage demands that people are making and then they get like a 10-15% wage rise. Well, that's great, but everyone else doesn't do. So they can afford all the new prices. So they buy all the stuff at the new expensive prices, and the poorer people just get poorer. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't get interest rate hikes uh, helping in any way, shape, or form. Um, I think at the moment, they should be going backwards, especially with the price of energy. Um, here we go. Prince William and Kate... Uh, the lack affectionate vibe of Prince and Harry, um, says an expert. Really? Uh, Harry was holding Meghan's hand. Now, Meghan looks terrified, um, and rightly so. She is deemed a prior in Britain, I suppose. Uh, like I said before, she's like the 
Yoko Ono of the royal family. Um, she's she just caused a lot of issues that were a bit unnecessary. Um, but the Americans will support the Americans because that's what they do. Uh, they support their own team. So they're saying, look, you know, uh, Harry and Meghan rolled in hands, whereas uh, Charles and Kate don't. Well, Charles and Kate have been married for a considerable length of time anyway. Um, and Charles and Kate, uh, Charles, William and Kate, sorry, William and Kate have been uh, on so many public outings that they don't necessarily need to show this. But this expert says that they lack affection towards each other. There's no vibe there between them. Oh, what a fantastic expert. Okay, sarcasm, sorry. Um, here we go. This isn't quite at the don't feed batteries to babies level, but it's up there. You may not want to know how much sugar is in that mocha frappuccino, but New York City Councilman thinks you should. Finished grid chains, including Starbucks, would be required to add sugar content warnings to menu items such as fountain sodas, i.e. Coke and Pepsi, smoothies, coffee drinks and even salads under the new bill being introduced by City Council's uh, majority leader. Now, we, we do... We do that over here already, but it's it's like a health warning on cigarettes they're putting on food. But we have the little um, traffic light system thing, don't we? Where it's red, amber, green, uh, and you know most drinks are red, or and it says on it. One thing I don't agree with is if you buy a Dr Pepper bottle, which is the five hundred milliliter one, uh, it says on it at the side, but it, it says two servings, and they only give you the sugar content and everything else for one serving, which is half the bottle. But who drinks half a bottle? You don't. You drink the whole bottle. So it should be for the whole contents of that bottle. Not for a bottle this size. If this was a bottle of Dr Pepper, then yeah, you'd give it as a serving, which would be 300 millilitres or whatever. Um, 14 fluid ounces. Um, and that would be a serving and break it down that way. Uh, and then for the bottle, because people would drink a full bottle of that, uh, whether it's Pepsi, Dr Pepper, whatever. But I don't agree that they, they say that a small 500 millilitre bottle of pop is two servings. It's not still. It's not just fizzy, fizzy drinks though. It's um, you know, it's like if you have a cordial, um, which again I don't know how they can figure out how much cordial you put into a glass and then add water to it because it's going to be different for everyone, isn't it? I remember my mum used to make it really weak. Um, I used to think that's how you drank it, really weak. Uh, a bit like you know, if you buy a bottle of flavored water, it wasn't much better than that. But you know, it's because mum was poor and couldn't afford. So just give me loads and loads of orange juice or whatever. So it was like just drinking water with a bit of flavour in it. Uh, and then other people I see, they, they kind of have a glass that's that big and they put that much orange in it. And I'm like, Christ almighty, that'll blow your head off. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's... In America, they finally decided that they need to do something about the... Uh, <laughs> about um, telling people about sugar in things. Um... But smoothies is an interesting one. A lot of people think smoothies are good for you, but they're not. There's, you know, check the sugar content in a lot of them, and there's more sugar in them than what there might be in a can of Coke. It's a bit like, you know, that thing they showed a while ago where there was a baked potato, and there was more sugar in the baked potato than there was in, um, like, a, a biscuit cookie um, because of the uh, hidden carbs that are in there as well. Anyway, let's move on while we still can. A man on scooter critically injured in New York City hit and run. A 37-year-old man on a scooter was left in critical condition after he was struck by a car in a hit and run collision in Manhattan. The man was driving a motorized scooter. 
Now, what have I been saying about motorised scooters? Okay, it's one incident, it's in America, it's miles away. But people are getting on these things with no training, no insurance, no helmets, no elbow pads, no nothing, and they're just whizzing around everywhere. And it's just insane. I don't understand where this craze has come from um, for electric scooters and electric bikes to be just available for anyone to use without any training whatsoever. Um, hopefully the guy will be okay, but it's, I think it's a sign of the times and we might hear a lot more of stuff like that in the future. Uh, a massive 11 foot alligator was seen strolling through a Houston suburb. Um, 11 foot is, is, a big, is a big beast, it's a big one. Um, it was 400 pound reptile and it was trapped by the Texas Park and wildlife around 11.30am uh, and then taken uh, to somewhere a little bit safer for it. But I can't help but wonder, is it the one that was on the back of the uh, 4x4 we were looking at last week that was allegedly dead? Maybe it wasn't dead, maybe it broke free and now it's been recaptured and sent back from where it came from. Or if it was ended up in Britain, it would have ended up in Rwanda, wouldn't it? Anyway. Um, so this is the walk from Buckingham Palace to the um, Westminster. Um, Princes Harry and William walk side by side in the funeral procession. You can just about see them there. Uh, Prince William with his military uh, uniform on and Prince Andrew in a suit with his medals on. And like I said earlier, I didn't agree with the fact that Prince Andrew was not allowed to wear uh, his military uniform because he has served the Queen. Um, whatever else is going on, he's still a veteran um, and I think it's only right now that he has been allowed to for the next uh, few days at least and then maybe just talk about it and sort it out. Come on lads, give your heads a wobble. Um, police are probing topless women. Oh hang on, there's no pause there. Police probing topless women who attended Utah football game in body paint. So basically, uh, some uh, young women, instead of wearing clothes, just had uh, the vests painted on their naked torsos. Um, two, female, two female fans at the centre of a school police probe after the pair showed up at the University of Utah football games topless with only body paint covering their um, modesty, shall we say. And... Uh, who, who, who thinks that uh, nudity is, is acceptable these days? Well, to be fair, every other species on the planet, bar none, except maybe a hermit crab. But other than that, every other species on the planet goes around naked. So I don't see a problem with it. We see loads of people walking around with, you know. Anyway, uh, Patagonia hands company over to planet Earth. Now, Patagonia is a company I've never heard of, to be honest with you mainly because I can't afford their stuff, and now I'm finding out the prices of them. Uh, the founder of Patagonia has, has relinquished the, his company uh, to Planet Earth in a letter. Uh, he's basically said that all profits should go to uh, um, save the planet, or help saving the planet. Um, so basically, it's a good idea. Uh, well done to him. He's already made his millions. He, he's, he's quite elderly, so I'm sure he's got enough money to retire on. Uh, and he wants his company to make a difference to the world. 
Um, we've got rail strikes in the UK. People think that stuff going on in the UK is only going on in the UK, and I'm like, it's going on everywhere. Amtrak, which is basically a Venti, um, have cancelled all long-distance trains ahead of a um, impending rail worker strike. Over 21,000 um, of track miles um, are going to be um, left unmanned. So there'll be no trains, no nothing. So they've cancelled ahead so that when the thing, the strike finishes, the trains will be in the right places. Um, this has not been reported widely in the UK, um, but it's been reported on social media. Uh, a guard fainted while standing on watch uh, beside the Queen's coffin. Um, now, if you're not familiar with what's going on, when someone lies in state or at rest, um, and it's a monarch, then the military, uh, their, their responsibility is to protect the monarch uh, until they are buried. So what happens is they stand guard for 20 minutes at a time uh, around the coffin and then the new guards come on, they all swap round and off they go. And I noticed quite early on that 20 minutes of being stood, you try and stand, well don't, no don't try and stand, but imagine standing for 20 minutes um, without moving a muscle. You can't move your head, you can't move your hands. The only thing you can move is your toes because they give them big boots so they can move the toes and wiggle the toes to try and keep the circulation going. And I noticed when one or two had finished their shift, their 20 minutes, and they were, you know, able to move off, they, they walked really badly. You know, like you've got cramp or pins and needles or something like that. Well, this poor guard, and it was early morning, um, he, he basically fainted. Uh, and he proper fainted. He was on the first step and he f face planted a concrete floor. Well, stone floor. Uh, the building's a thousand years old, it won't be concrete. Um, face planted. Um, a couple of police who were also there guarding, they ran over to give him assistance. And apparently, I've not seen this bit, but he stands up and tries to carry on again, even though he's, he's coming off duty now. Anyway, they escort him out of the uh, area and hopefully he will be okay. But it just shows the, the amount of respect that these people have got for the deceased monarch to actually make yourself faint, not deliberately, obviously, because it's your honour to stand there uh, and and look after uh, the coffin of the late monarch. And, yeah, uh, amazing, amazing stuff, amazing stuff. Uh, Ukrainian President uh, Vladimir Zelensky involved in car crash, not seriously injured. Now, this is what I mentioned earlier on. Um, it, it was uh, early Thursday. He, he, ugh, Visited a recently liberated city on Wednesday. Uh, the accident occurred when a private vehicle collided with Zelensky's cars. Um, it, the president was examined and was uh, was given the all clear. Apparently, he was allowed to continue on his journey. Ah, oh, dogs! I like dogs. Not as much as cats, but I like dogs. Uh, a golden retriever that went missing for three months was found by Colorado deputies during drone training. So they're getting trained how to use a drone, and they find a long-lost, literally a long-lost, uh, golden retriever, which they um, rescue from the wilderness and take back to the family, who were very grateful. Happy story. <sighs> Deserves everything he gets.
Then we've got to say his name. Kim Jong-un, he's back. Yay! Um, there's a mystery woman following him. Um, and no one knows who he is. Um, she's the... <laughs> The speculation that she's the Tubby Tyrant's loyal half-sister, according to reports. Half-sister. Wow. Um, the possible assistant, often photographed wearing a dark-coloured suit and dress and clutching a handbag, was sighted behind the Supreme Leader at an outdoor concert last week and at several other engagements. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how long she lasts because I think the average life uh, expectancy of someone who's close to Kim Jong-un is about six months. Um... Ukrainian, yeah, you think Ukrainians are great and then the astronomers come out and you're like, oh god, they're all as mad, we're all, we're all as mad as each other. Ukrainian astronomers claim UFOs everywhere over Kyiv. Ukrainian astronomers say the skies over their wartime country are crowded not only with Russian missiles but also a large number of UFOs. <laughs> no, 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 you're doing so well, Ukraine, you're doing so well and then you just blow it at the last minute. Now, I think this is right. Uh, a New York cop cannot be fired for not having the COVID vaccine. Now, I actually agree with this judge on this one. Uh, it's up to the individual whether they want the vaccines or not. And as long as they're not directly putting other people at risk, i.e. working in uh, an area where there are a lot of uh, very vulnerable people, um, then I, I don't. It, it's your responsibility or your, not your responsibility, but it's up to you whether or not you have anything put in your body, whether it's food, alcohol, drugs, or vaccines. It's your body. If you want to do stuff with it, then that's entirely up to you. Just don't bring other people into it. So for someone to choose not to have the vaccine, you've got to respect that choice. Now, we had this with um, that tennis player. I didn't say Gorbachev then, but you know what I mean. <laughs> and, um, he couldn't go in. He, he thought he could go to Australia, but Australia have a rule where people from outside Australia cannot go into that country unless they are vaccinated. Now that is their choice. It is their country. It's their land. They're allowed to do that. So you have to respect their choice of not letting people in who are not vaccinated as much as you have to respect people who do not want to get vaccinated. It's a give and take. Now this police officer in New York was threatened with being fired because he refused to be vaccinated and I don't think it's a big issue or big enough issue for someone to get fired for. We've already said the issues in American police that people need to get fired for but um, not this one and I think the judge has actually made the right choice which makes a change. Now remember the, um, the young ladies who went to the uh, Football match, um, kind of dressed and undressed at the same time. Well, uh, they've started a fashion trend because apparently skin is in as nudity takes over the, the catwalk. So getting your boobies out and other body parts apparently is fine. Uh, nudity and varying levels of nakedness seem to be reigned supreme for the spring 2023 season at uh, the New York Fashion Week. Um, several labels put out barely their creations um, so yeah it looks like the human body is being respected about time too I say 
Um, I'm not saying I go shopping necessarily, uh, dressed in a garment which revealed um, genitalia or something similar. Um, but, you know, if you go into a party or something like that, then, yeah, go for it. Say we're the only species on the planet that cover ourselves, so I don't see the problem. Not in front of the kids, though, <laughs> obviously. Panic at the Disco. Panic at the Disco. Fire at the concert. Um, sorry, I nearly went into a danger, danger, high voltage then. Uh, Panic at the Disco fan screamed fire as a blaze broke out during the concert on stage. Uh, Panic at the Disco lived up to uh, its name on Wednesday night when a fire erupted on stage during a uh, tour uh, in Minnesota with fans just feet away. Fans shot videos posted on Twitter showing a blaze breakout in the corner of the stage. Um, the music uh, blared out uh, and appeared to staff member extinguish the flame as uh, everyone continued playing the instruments and singing the songs. That's very nice. Uh, I do like Panic at the Disco as well. I think they're actually quite good. Oh, God. Oh, God. My favourite Prime Minister? Let's trust. Oh, she's such a wonderful person. I'm sorry. That was when I... Oh, said something I don't agree with. Uh, Joe Biden is to meet with UK Prime Minister Liz Trust in a private, in private before the Queen's funeral on Monday. Um, so Liz Trust will meet face to face with the President Joe Biden. Now, remember, she's not a big fan of elderly people, and she didn't want the royal family when she was a teenager. And two days after she met the Queen, the Queen died. I think Biden is playing with fire. He'd probably be safer meeting Putin in a boxing ring. Well, he probably would be, actually, to be fair. Um, there are, again, the police. They're on about, you know, before we were looking at the New York copper who was being threatened with being fired for not having the COVID vaccine. And then you've got an Oregon deputy caught on video attacking a paraplegic. Paraplegic. It doesn't matter what the paraplegic's doing. You do not attack a paraplegic. If you're a deputy, police officer, whatever, you definitely don't attack a paraplegic. Um, he was caught on video attacking a paraplegic activist before shoving him in a jail cell without his wheelchair. I mean, <laughs> and that's okay. Well, it's obviously not. That's why it's in the and the uh, on the internet and all that. But it, uh, the police. What is wrong with the police in America? Three killed after a jeep falls off a Colorado Colorado cliff during an off-road tour so it's one of these um, things where you know you get a thrill by driving a vehicle in a very dangerous place uh, ie a very narrow windy cliffside road and surprise surprise occasionally there's a tragedy and one falls off why you would do that uh, I've no idea I can't see the enjoyment of risking your life it's a tragedy that's happened, but you don't get into a car knowing it's going to be driving on one of the most dangerous roads in America. Prince Charles' red chafed hands raise eyebrows after sausage fingers. Now, a few people have mentioned this. Prince Charles' hands have been working very hard recently. Sounds really wrong. Uh, shaking other people's hands. And the Queen, if you remember, always wore gloves to protect her hands. Uh, Prince Charles 
bit more slapdash. Um, I think generally just wants to be out there and meet the people uh, and be seen as you know a new um, open uh, person, open king, open monarch, um, and, and more to meet the people than maybe his mother did. But to be fair, his mother was ninety six. Um, you know, it's 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 quite difficult to walk around for a long period of time shaking people's hands when you're over the age of eighty. He's already seventy three, but now people are saying that his fingers, he's got fat fingers. Uh, as well, well, he's does a lot of farming and stuff like that. So we may not have noticed his hands before, but a lot of farmers have big hands because it's the work they do. Uh, the chafing, I can imagine, is just from touching lots of sweaty hands and shaking hands and everything else. But hopefully, it's nothing too serious. Uh, and once we get the funeral out of the way and we get some kind of new normal, new, 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 new normal then uh, his hands will calm down a bit. But no doubt people will be watching them. But again, it's America that are pointing this out. Um, some of my friends, use the term loosely, uh, acquaintances, never met them, but I kind of know them quite well. Uh, they're in Florida at the moment, and they are at uh, the uh, Disneyland um, experience, or whatever it's called these days. Uh, anyway, apparently, according to the news today, funnel clouds have been spotted near the resort, causing a mild amount of panic uh, there. Mild amount. A truck believed to be full of toys for adults overturns in Oklahoma. A local news station uh, traffic broadcast has gone viral after a, a semi-trailer full of what was believed to be lubricants and dildos flipped on an Alaska, Alaska no, Oklahoma City Highway. Traffic on Interstate 40 near Mustang on the western fringes of Oklahoma City were brought to a halt uh, while the truck, reportedly transporting personal lubricants and uh, flippy toys, uh, rolled over after colliding with another. Uh, its load was seen strewn all over the floor. I mean, it's just unfortunate that in America they call articulated lorries semis. But it's very apt in this case. <laughs> right. China. This could be uh, uh, a story that may just appear now and disappear, or it may end up being something that's quite major. Um, not a big fan of China, but the people of China generally don't have a problem with them. Uh, a massive fire in uh, China engulfs, engulfs an office building. I mean, this is so much like Greenfell, it's unbelievable. Uh, but it's an office tower. Uh, 656 foot uh, China uh, uh, China Telecom Tower uh, burned with great intensity uh, sending thick smoke into the skies uh, the fire has now been put out but casualty numbers are not yet known uh, so hopefully uh, everyone managed to get out of the building but it is shocking images and it does bring back awful memories of what happened in London uh, was it three years ago now or something silly like that I mean how is that so long ago uh, talking of silly Michael Jordan is the last dance jersey from 1998 NBA finals for 10.1 million dollars for a jersey it's not even a jersey it's a vest 
doesn't even fit him. It's too loose. Um, a worn Michael Jordan jersey from Game 1 of the Chicago Bulls 1998 final sold for a record $10.1 on Thursday. I mean, what? these people who buy this stuff for this kind of price, have they got no conscience whatsoever? Do they think that buying something like that for $10 million is a good investment in the current economic climate worldwide? I mean, a few months ago, didn't they sell... Maradona's uh, Hand of God uh, jersey for $9 million. It's just sick that people think that that is a reasonable thing to do. I mean, obviously, the person didn't bid $10.1 million off the top of the head. There were people bidding for this. There are millionaires who think it's okay to splurge that kind of money on an item of clothing from a famous, okay, very famous in America, um, athlete, when there are people starving, going to food banks, and not being able to heat their homes. No, it is wrong on so many levels. I'm, I'm infuriated by it. It's, it. Like I said, it's just sick that that's what people are doing. Um, this also popped up as well. This is uh, the last news story. Uh, the US is seriously considering China sanctions to deter Taiwan action. So basically, the United States of America are seriously considering putting sanctions on China to stop them invading Taiwan. Now, I think that's a good idea, but I think we rely too heavily on China, more than we do on Russia, um, for everything. And there's too much China money coming all over the world. I was reading something somewhere. Uh, I read that much stuff. It kind of all blurs into one. Uh, and it was uh, Chinese money that was rebuilding this uh, town and city centre in a non-UK um, area. Uh, Non-Chinese area as well. I can't remember where it was now. It's doing me head in that. I can't remember where it was. Uh, but I only saw it briefly. But they're, they're, they've got fingers in so many countries and so many pies and so many things. And they are so corrupt. They are so untrustworthy on so many levels. I mean, they're human rights abusers. The fact they're threatening uh, Taiwan, what they're doing with Hong Kong, what they do with their own athletes if their own athletes don't perform to the standard that they expect. Everything about China is distasteful and horrible. Yet we are happy to give them contracts to, send, uh, to make and sent to us billions of dollars worth of computer chips, uh, knock-off gear, all this kind of stuff. Uh, telephones, um, your, your smartphone, most of them are probably made in China as well. Uh, we, we rely too much on them and they know that so they can get away basically what they want because they know that we can't do anything about it. But what we need to do is immediately stop any more investment by China anywhere in the world uh, and then wean ourselves off dependence of them for all these computer chips and all that kind of stuff. And so at the moment, Taiwan, which is not a country, it's an independent uh, democracy, apparently, um, is uh, building a new uh, computer chip uh, factory, a massive one, biggest one in the world. Uh, and we may be able to get stuff from them, but it won't be online for a couple of years. But by then, China might own Taiwan. China might go back in and reclaim Taiwan. Um, so no matter how you look at it, China is untrustworthy. We should not be relying on China for anything.
I mean, okay, I'm doing a stir fry later on, but that's not the point. We we shouldn't have China interfering with our uh, infrastructure, no matter what it is, whether it's uh, 5G or 6G now that's coming out, is it 8G? I don't know. Um, that's coming out and being rolled out worldwide. China should not be involved in that. Um, they shouldn't be involved in um, building um, buildings and, and, and structures and things because that is not what the money. They're, they're not doing it for nothing. They're doing it for a reason. They're not doing it for our benefit. They don't do it. They don't do anything for our benefit. In China, there are buildings being demolished that are multi-story high, and multi numbers of these buildings in in, a, in an area are all being knocked down now because they're either a built that badly that they're just falling apart even though they're not finished b uh, they've got no way of filling them with people because there's not enough people in the area to fill them uh, the companies that are building them have gone bust and a lot of uh, development companies in China have gone bust the money is flowing out of China left right and centre and they're, these development companies that are failing in China are now trying to take over various towns, cities and whatnot in the United Kingdom uh, including Wigan and in other parts of the world as well and we need to stop it we need to stop relying on China and China's money we need to say thank you very much but can you now please bugger off and leave us alone anyway that's enough of that <laughs> I got a bit serious again then I'm sorry I didn't mean to I'm sorry about that I'm really sorry I don't know I'm sorry 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 anyway, I'm over it now um, so yeah that is it uh, for this week so, uh, what picture shall I put up as the last picture? Let's put up the uh, lovely fish with the heart. I mean, if you've just joined us or you come in late or whatever, um, we talk about a fish uh, which has been found a fossil of, which they've recreated into a three-dimensional fish, God knows how. Um, and they've said that the, there's a little bit of tissue in there which is the actual heart and it's millions of years old I mean multi 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 millions of years old and it's the first heart uh, that they've ever found but in order for species to get to a fish from an amoeba or bacteria there's got to be something in between we didn't they didn't just jump from a bacteria and then all the bacteria thought oh I know what we'll do we'll all join together and we'll form one one thing and we'll work together as this one item I know some of them do do that, but they don't make a fish. They make like a blob or a splurge or something, and they all kind of move around. As you've seen microbes like tree uh, fungi and stuff like that, they all move as a and 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 just destroy whatever they go over, like fingers and like lightning going over tree trunks and everything. And then the back end follows through. Um, so that is multi simple organisms working as one, but they don't make a fish, they don't make a fish with eyes, they don't make fish with a heart, liver, mouth, teeth, fins, scales, they don't make fish. So there's got to be something before that. Um, but maybe what the scientists are saying is that it's unbelievable that hearts were around gazillion million years ago uh, and they only thought they were around 30 million years ago and that's when they first came in or whatever, I don't know. Anyway, we'll leave it there. So uh, thank you very much for watching and listening. Uh, if you listen to the podcast, don't forget you can get the podcast from wherever you get your podcasts. It's just called uh, What A Week That Was. <laughs> so you'll find it. Um, 
and we can uh, you can listen to it while you're out and about and say oh I remember that bit oh I remember that picture or whatever and if you are listening to this and you're thinking he's talking about a picture and I can't see a picture because I'm listening to a podcast well if you go in the description there's a link to the video so then you can sync up the bit I'm talking about to the bit you listen to so it might be one hour and 20 minutes in and think ah that was a bit he was talking about the fish so I'll, I'll, I'll watch that bit and then you'll see the bit with the fish in so that's how it goes anyway so a big thank you to Angela uh, Stay Green um, Phoenix Hero uh, John Paul Derbyshire for your interaction pardon me and uh, I will see you all again at some point in the future I've got really bad wind is that water it is actually water it's not gin or anything it is actually water um, so anyway, yeah, look after yourself, stay safe, and I'll see you all again next time. Uh, until then, <laughs> bye. So yeah, that was the uh, live stream. Bit of a long one tonight. Um, thank you very much for watching, though. It is uh, listening even. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, don't forget to tell your friends. Um, share these uh, comments of this mad English person talking rubbish, or this genius English person talking sense uh, with your friends, relatives, or whatever, and let's make these podcasts quite uh, popular. Uh, popularity is gaining, so hello to everyone in Russia who are listening, which scares me a little bit. Uh, United States of America, obviously, Canada, um, and uh, we've also got um, people in Australia and uh, India um, who listen on a regular basis, as well as uh, lots of Europe as well. But obviously we need more people to listen to make it, uh, well, just make more people listen to either the rantings of a loony or someone who should be the president of the world. You decide. Anyway, that's it. Until next time, goodbye.